Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled working mother who hit snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can follow a nutrition plan that supports their goals, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of their to-do list, and go to bed feeling fantastic about the day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle, and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. Now on to this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. Welcome to the new season. I'm so happy to be back after a little bit of break for the holidays, and I have a lot of great content scheduled to come your way for this year, so stay tuned, and again, welcome back. I have a lot of thoughts to share with you today. It feels like so much has changed since last year. Um, even since I think it was November, since I recorded the last episode, it just feels like a lot has changed since then. And the world feels a little bit different. So I was thinking about what I wanted to cover for today's kickoff episode. And I had a really great idea based off of an image that I had seen on Instagram. And then I realized I talked about the same topic last year, or might even have been two years ago, and it was about the yin and yang of life. And so I actually listened to that episode again before I recorded this, and I thought, wow, you know, I have a lot of those same ideas on my mind and in my heart today. And I don't know about you, but I know personally, I need to hear things several times before they really sink in and... <clears throat> really kind of click so that I can make some changes. So I'm going to cover a little bit of this same idea that I had in mind, even though we talked about it before, and I'm going to share some new updated information to go along with it. So before I get into all of that, I thought I would just give an update on where things are at with me personally, because it's really different. And you're going to notice that if you follow me on social media, and as you listen to the podcast over the next several months, you're going to pick up on the fact that life is really different for me. So let me give you a little bit of update. It's, let's see, it's February, 2024. And last summer, I decided to give notice at my job. I was working in a sort of traditional hospital, um, sorry, uh, in a hospital setting in a traditional role for a psychologist. And I decided that I was meant to work for myself and that there were some opportunities in my own consulting business that I was so excited about that felt so big that I needed to devote all my time to that. And so I made the really difficult decision to leave my job and focus exclusively on my own business. And so that transition took place over several months in the fall. And at the end of October, I had my final day at the hospital. And since then, I have been working for myself again, which I truly love. And it's been a wild ride because there are there are a lot of new challenges exciting challenges and difficult challenges in working for myself. And so you're going to hear me talk about a lot of that 
But what I was seeing was that there's just a great opportunity. You know, my passion is teaching people how to create habits, how to manage your time so that you get what you want out of your day. And my tagline all along has been work when it's time to work. So be really efficient, get your work done in the hours when you're supposed to be working so that you can then free yourself up to be fully present and enjoy your downtime when you no longer need to work. So that means you enjoy it guilt-free because you're no longer struggling with those thoughts. Oh, they were things I was supposed to do, but I didn't get them done. Because when all of that is circulating in your head, you can't truly relax and enjoy your free time. And to me, that's not a great state of affairs. And so my goal is to help you work when it's time to work so that you can relax and play when it is time to do that. You could, And you can really separate those two out into very different buckets. And so what I'm finding is that so many people are struggling with this and there is such an opportunity for me to work with people both individually and also as teams in corporate environments that this is what I'm devoting the majority of my time to. And I really love this work and I'm so excited to branch out exclusively into this direction. And I'm also, you'll still find me on social media and I'm still sharing content. And as I like to say, trying to sit on your shoulder throughout the day and just help you personally create the positive changes with your habits on a day-to-day basis. And so stay tuned. There's a lot of new content coming, new programs, uh, kind of a new flow to how I'm doing things that's in the works. It will launch pretty soon. We're almost done. Um, I hired a consultant to help me with some of this, and I would say it should be done probably within the next month. So you'll see some some new, um, new things rolling out on my social media. But really, the other important thing a different thing that's happening is that my kids are older. I have a freshman and a senior in high school. My senior is applying to college. He is going to college. He's been accepted to a lot of colleges. We're still waiting on a few more so that he can make his decision. But my kids are growing up and they're a lot more independent and they're doing a lot more of their own thing, which is great. It's what's supposed to happen. And I'm so happy to see that happen for them. And it's a really interesting time for me because it means that I have a lot more time on my hands. I have more free time. I have more opportunity to do things um, because my parenting demands have changed the day-to-day parenting demands. And so I know a lot of people are in the same boat. It's wonderful. It's wonderful to see your kids grow into who they are meant to be and kind of launch into the world more independently. But it's also really hard as a mom to realize that they don't need you so much and that it it really forces you to redefine how you live your life, what day-to-day life looks like. And I think if you don't spend some time thinking about that and defining it and really asking yourself the questions of what you want it to look like, it can feel really, really hard and it's easy to get lost in that. And so I've been doing a lot of soul searching in the in the last year, thinking about, you know, what do I want life to look like as I have a little bit more time freed up for myself um, and for my husband and for my interests. And so life is just looking really different. And so what I have been thinking about is that there is a great opportunity to take that what could be sort of empty space and create joy with it. That 
it's exciting. You know, when if you have kids and you think about when your kids were little, how many times do we say, oh my gosh, what I wouldn't do for, for some extra time by myself or some time to do my own things. You know, parenting was really consuming and we made sacrifices. We put a lot of our interests aside and a lot of our own needs aside willingly so that we could really be there for our kids. And now it's time to take some of that back. And so I just keep thinking about this word joy and the opportunity to create joy. And I'm wondering if you have been thinking about this as well, if you're feeling some of these voids or the empty space that you are looking to fill, how are you doing that? And what, what helps you to create joy? It's going to look different for all of us, but I like to think about, there was also a really great post about this that I saw. I'm not going to get it totally right because I don't have it in front of me. But when you think about in an, an ideal day, in my opinion, you would be able to check off several different boxes. So in an ideal day, you would create time to, number one, move your body, take care of your body, eat well, eat great food that tastes good and is good for you and helps you achieve your, your goals with your body and your health. Move your body because our bodies were not meant to sit all day long and they are going to get angry if they sit all day long. And because moving your body feels good and is fun. And so it's a really important category. So nourish your body, move your body, do something that sparks joy. Maybe that's something that's creative, something that makes you happy, that's a hobby of yours, whatever that may be. Do something or a couple things that are productive. So whether you have a job and you have a list of things you have to do or appointments you have to take during the day, or if not, think about what helps you to be productive in your own world in terms of taking care of your home and the people that you take care of and your own obligations. So do something productive. And then I would add to that, do something social every day. So do something that enables you to connect with other people, whether it's the people that you live with, spend really good quality time with the people that you live with, or connect with people who are not nearby, whether it's texting, picking up the phone, making a phone call, interacting on social media, or better yet, making some plans to see people in person and get together with them and create that fun and create that social connection. You may add other things to an ideal, maybe in an, an ideal day. Maybe you would say an ideal day involves something spiritual where you either add prayer or contemplative time or anything that helps you create uh, connect with your spiritual side in your spiritual world. Do something for that. And would you add anything else to this list? I think these were the things that I saw in the quote on Instagram, and these are the things that resonate for me, but... I would love to hear from you if you have other ideas about what makes an ideal day for you. I would love to hear about that. So um, so that's the creating joy. That's the opportunity we have for those of us who are finding that life looks different. We have more time on our hands now. There's There are more opportunities to create joy by being really intentional in creating, planning your time, planning how you're going to spend your time so that you create an ideal day for you. Now, the flip side of that is that there are still a lot of hard things going on in our world. And as I was listening to the podcast that I recorded a year or two ago on this topic, um, I was talking about the yin and yang of life and how at any given time, there are wonderful things going on 
And then there are really hard things going on. And the reality hit me that I don't think that's ever going to change. You know, we definitely want some of the challenges that we're facing now to be over. But sadly, I think they're going to be replaced by different challenges. And I think that is just life. If you listen to that Billy Joel song, the We Didn't Start the Fire song, you know, he's rattling off all of the challenges that we've been through. I think he starts with, is it the 50s, maybe the 60s, um, you know, and those were all the hot topics in the news and the challenges in the world. And some of them are still here today. And some of them, thank goodness, are not as prominent today. But I think the reality is there are always going to be challenges. Two years ago, when I recorded the podcast, it was COVID. It was, well, actually, no, I think it was a year ago because it was COVID. It was the war in Ukraine. It was the economy. Um, it was the political climate that we're living in. It was anxiety that a lot of people are feeling coming out of the pandemic. It's just a lot. And those things are still here today. We're still struggling struggling with them. They look different. COVID looks different today. The economy, fortunately, looks better today. Um, we have other wars. You know, they're, they're just... There are always going to be challenges in our life, in our own personal life and in the world at large. And so our challenge is to stay informed. I mean, we have to be, as I like to put it, we have to be informed enough to know what's going on and to decide what kind of action we want to take to make a difference in our world. But there does become a point where too much consumption of news and too much immersion in the challenges that are going on becomes unhelpful and in fact actually toxic and really damaging for us. So we need to be aware of where is that sweet spot where you are keeping an eye on what's going on in the world, you you are doing whatever part you feel compelled to do to make a difference in the world, but then you are also purposefully shutting it down and protecting yourself a little bit, protecting your energy a little bit, um, and then shifting gears and shifting your focus to all that is good in the world. So that is the duality of life. That is the yin and yang, that there will always be both. But even in the challenges, there are glimmers of good. And in the, and in the wonderful situations, there are challenges and they all coexist at the same time. And so we have to be really intentional about our focus to create the balance that's going to help us hold on to our peace and create joy in our day because we still can do that. We have the opportunity to do that even when there are really, really difficult things going on in the world. And so that is what I invite you to do as we head through 2024, the new year. And as I head into this new season of the podcast, you'll hear me talk about this, this acknowledgement of the yin and yang of life that will always be here, how we do want to protect ourselves, protect our energy and be mindful of the the limit that we may want to draw in terms of how much news, how much information in general we take in and then shifting gears and being really purposeful and creating time and activity that generates joy and sparks joy and fosters gratitude and nurtures your own sense of peace. We have the opportunity to do that. So We'll be talking a lot more about that. As always, I would love to hear from you to hear what resonates from this episode and what you've been doing to create that ideal balance for yourself. Or if you are feeling out of balance, does this episode spark some ideas about 
what kind of shifts you're going to make to create a better balance. I'd love to hear from you. So find me on social media and let me know what you're putting into action from this and stay tuned. I'll be back again next week with another great episode and I'll look forward to chatting more in this next season of the podcast. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you loved today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.